Welcome to the Activating Consciousness podcast platform. This platform is an amalgamation of a number of platforms from HexoChange, including Activating Consciousness, the Right Here, Right Now live show, the Inside Out show, and also the repurposing of a number of blogs, vlogs, poems, and other forms of media that all combine together are here to offer you the opportunity to raise the level of consciousness in yourself, in those around you, and in society at large. We believe at HexoChange that we are on the cusp of an exponential shift in human consciousness, unleashing the potential that we have never imagined possible. We hope to go on that journey with you together, and feel free to subscribe at hexochangenow.com. One word for regular updates. See you around. Hi there. Welcome to the Right Here, Right Now live show. This show has one simple question. What's on your heart and mind right here, right now in this moment? We explore the depths and breadths of our humanity through that one simple question over the course of 30 to 45 minutes. I hope that you'll join us. I hope you'll enjoy the exploration. And this tune was created for me personally by the incredible Peter Griffiths, one half of the amazing Mind Takeaway. Do let us know what you think. Let us know what you take away. And of course, we always welcome challenges too. Hope to see you on the exploration. Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Uh, Gary Turner here, founder of HexoChange and host of this Right Here, Right Now live show. Before I bring my incredible guest, I know he's grinning at the background already, so I can't wait for him to share that grin with you. I'm just going to share with you a couple of things that we're working on at the moment um, as part of HexoChange. The first one is a leadership retreat. If you're an executive or senior leader of an organization and you would value three days away from the hustle and bustle of your you know, busy lives, uh, the ability to think for yourself as yourself in community across sector. Let me know if that could be of interest. That's taking place uh, between the 5th, 6th and 7th of April 2022 in the beautiful Dorset countryside. One other thing we've got as well, 20th and the 21st of July is the human development space, maximum 30 people, same location, incredible exploration, open hearts, open minds, co-created experience, want you to be part of that. So they're two cool things. Drop me a DM if you're interested. Let me bring the main event into the space. The, the <laughs> Frank, like <laughs> the Frank. That's the my own build up. <laughs> How are you, sir? How's things? I am fine, thank you. Such a pleasure to be having this time with you, really. Uh, I'm grinning from ear to ear because we always have such great energy every time we kind of come together. Obviously, this is the first one we're recording for everybody else to see, <laughs> but, but it's, it's always been an absolute pleasure um, to, to, to kind of share time with you. And I, and I love your framing of the whole show right here, right now, uh, because like I was saying to you earlier, in, in my work as a transformational coach, I often always go into a session with nothing pre-prepared and just be in that space and respond to what the person brings into. And as time flows, there's a piece I'd love to read about that whole experience and what that looks like, because I just think it's it's beautiful because then we trust in the universe that, you know, we burst this illusion that we're in control of everything, um, you know, and it's just such, such a brilliant experience to, to be here with you, Gary. 
Well, thank you. Like my head's already going buzz, 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 buzz. Like, like there's me introducing Frank. He's done a great job of that already. You know, you're a transformational coach. You've shared a bit about that, but take another couple of minutes, Frank, to to let anyone that's watching us live or maybe watches this back on 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 record. You know, where does that come from for you, that transformational coach? Have you always been that? Has there been a journey towards that? Just give us a two-minute lowdown. Yes, it's a very interesting journey because actually, as we speak, I still have a what you might call a day job, albeit part-time at the moment, as a project manager, actually specialise in project recovery, projects in tech context, that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found myself coming in and doing different projects that might have been struggling or in something's happened i go in there go first principles and just basically put it back together and then see how we kind of complete it uh so that that's what i'm currently working on um the transformational coach angle comes from really the work i've done in spiritual communities because i i predominantly came originally from a christian spiritual background i've expanded that somewhat into my context at the moment where that's a layer outside of spirituality because i see spirituality as our true nature and then kind of you might have religious wrappers around those but anyway it's kind of the work i've had to do on myself to kind of evolve from a kind of judgmental kind of person who expects people to adhere to certain things or, or be a certain way and a personal journey i went through to a more inclusive way of looking at the world and looking at how we are all coming from the same place made from the same stuff but just have different ways of looking and viewing it. Uh, And then having done that work, there was other work I was doing on trying to be successful, which I've shared with you in a conversation we've had in the past. That led me pretty much almost to the point of bankruptcy uh, till I eventually recognized that I was trying to be successful based on an outside inside model. Whereas actually I then realized true success was who you already are and your success going somewhere to happen. So I then went out there and started living my life from that place. So through that journey and the things that I've worked through, it's kind of like that energy brings people into my life that I think, oh, well, actually, the journey I've just had looks like what you're describing there. How can I support you in that journey? And, and that's where the transformational coach element comes. I'm looking to flip the script so that, that becomes what I do pretty much most of my time. Uh, and obviously, I've, I've recently got a book out as well because my coaching is slightly unique. I use poetry in my coaching. That's what an what an awesome introduction. Again, I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna practice. This is live, Gary, trying to use the StreamYard platform. Here it is. Hopefully, everyone can see it on on the screen right now. So this is Frank's new uh, book, Dream Manifest Your Path to Joy, Peace, and Contentment. It's out now. Do go and have a little look. I sound like somebody on the TV, don't I? It's like QVC, Frank. <laughs> but go go but go out. But do go and buy your copy because this, as you can see already, Frank's a wonderful human, really genuine soul. You are my friend, and I'm so grateful when. When Helen Amory uh, connected us, and yeah, what, yeah, what if I can just say quickly that yeah, the, the other thing to share with people is that the, the book is great for people knowing what I'm doing, but it's got another purpose, which is that every penny of the proceeds from that book is going to us supporting five awesome charities that I'm passionate about. So again, you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. You might it creates the opportunity for transformation personally, but also helps transform the lives of people around the world. I just wanted to get that in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty important, right? <laughs> it just it's, it's a real act of love, right? Yeah, the book. Yeah. It's an act of care. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's you were going to say something. Important. Sorry, I cut across. No, you. no, not at all. You didn't cut across. It's an important point. So, you know, the main reason for us coming together, I always love to speak to you anyway, but really mm-hmm. for 
Yeah, that one question, right? As you said, you're a transformational coach. We both work in a court, you know, we've both got a day job and we both mm -hmm. have this other side to us, which is, of course, part of the whole of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what is on your heart and mind, Frank, right here, right now, in this particular moment, as our seed for today's exploration? <laughs> That's a beautiful question. And, and I think last night I went to watch Hamilton for those who, who uh, which is like a, a theater musical about Alexander Hamilton and more to do with American history. But, and, and it was done in a way where it was contemporarily told. They, they use actors from all genres and, you know, black, white, people from all backgrounds were part of that production. They used uh, rap music uh, to, to tell the story. But, but I think what was interesting is how no matter what, so there was a mixture there between the, telling the old story by people who are in the present in a medium that people of the present day really understand and appreciate and connect mm -hmm. with. And it, but, but what I saw through the story was this person who was driven based on the experiences they had from their childhood that they never had really healed. And we're trying just a bit like me from the outside in to believe that if they just make enough noise, if they just shout enough, if they just do enough, if they just achieve enough, then maybe they will be enough. And, and, and how that drove this individual to the point where actually in the end he died killed by someone else who seemed to be coming from an opposite side of where he's coming from. Uh, a gentleman who in his own way thought, what's wrong with this person who's always going up and wrapping up and they seem to be succeeding and I'm not succeeding. And in the end, the whole bitterness really got that person to eventually kill this other person who never felt enough. But, but you know, it sounds slightly jarring one request, but, but the beauty of, of us realizing is that actually there's nothing you do outside there that's going to make you enough because you are always enough. You are born enough and it's really when we make peace with that within ourselves that we begin to show the trueness of the awesomeness that is in us and i really believe that we are filled with the infiniteness of all possibility but we're not here to or we can't all exhibit all those possibilities so it's finding what part of all those infinite possibilities mm. you're here to give expression to as a part of the whole. So many places I can go. I, I love how you, 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 because you're alive enough and open enough and curious enough, you drew that out of that story, right? Mm. I, wonder, I wonder if you would have, would you, no, let me reframe the question. Do you think Frank, who was still striving for the outside world to fill those gaps, would he have seen what you saw in Hamilton last night? No, I wouldn't have. And, and this, this is another part of the whole idea of transformation. Like I was talking about using coaching in, you know, poetry in, in coaching. And that, that's the power of poetry is that it gives you a space to play. But what, what I love about experimenting with that is that when I put it in front of people, I don't tell them what it means. Mm. And, and it's amazing that when people read it, you find out people read in it what speaks to them which then shows what they are ready to see because it is I, I write in the book that insight leads to transformation and it's the ability to see that tells you that you're ready in fact the quote for for the first part of the book uh discovery is this already when the student is ready the teacher will appear 
when the student is truly ready, the teacher will disappear. And, and it's kind of that, that whole thing that if you can see something that you didn't see before, your transformation has already begun. So, so beautiful. I definitely would love for you to share um, during this conversation one of the poems, um, Frank. That would be a really beautiful thing. Because the, the thing, as you know, we ha we've had a few conversations and, you know, it resonates so deeply with me because, you know, why do I even do this show, right? It's a practice ground. To use your word, experiment. Mm. It's continuous practice of staying in the moment, having just one question to ask and having the confidence in the vulnerability and the unknowing and the exploration mm. that is possible mm. when we don't come in with 50 questions and a specific, yeah. like, we must be this. Or when I speak to Frank at the end, I want it to look like that. Yeah, because it's a fool's errand, errand, right? Like <laughs> it, 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 it is indeed, and, and in fact, the way I designed the book, the book has five. So, dream is the acronym for framework, and there are five elements of the framework. And as you go through the book, you originally think I subscribe to the idea somehow that you control your destiny, and you're going to do all these things to make sure that you do this, and this comes out at the end. But actually, the the, the, the kicker at the end is actually I'm saying to you. Actually, you just need to be present to what is. And the universe is inviting you into the possibility of participating in its own unfolding of which you are a part. Mm -hmm. so, so this is why I use the word manifest, because you, you, you're not creating, you are part of the manifestation. And if I just read the piece I was talking to you about the right here, right now concept and how it aligns with coaching, this is called the dance. Welcome, step in. This space belongs to you to unpack the stories, the ones that shaped you, to venture down paths less trodden, to explore landscapes from heights rarely reached, the bird's eye view of what there is to start the journey to where you want to get to. Let's make this space safe for you, as confidential as can be, one that works for you with unconditional positive regard, no judgment from me, so you never have to worry about showing the true you. A quiet hush fills the room. Where would you like to be in? The floor is yours. As I ask, you speak. As you speak, I listen. As the answers pour out of you, I hear you. I see you. I support, I challenge. Space and time feels endless. As we go deeper, right to the roots, trusting instincts, being ever present, reflecting back what I see, all unraveling in real time. Our only plan to respond to what shows up, the pathway opens for us to take, venturing to see where it leads, listening intently, responding truly, engaging fully, embracing the not knowing. In hindsight, we arrive to destinations beyond our desires because we dared to trust, responding towards birth of the moment in the magic of the dance. Mm. Beautiful. How, how does it feel when you express it in words? As you share that yourself, what's emerging for you? It, 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 it's almost like the energy of it comes out and, and you're just hoping that other people can connect with that energy mm -hmm. of trusting that the universe has our back and that we can trust that what is unfolding is folding for us, not against us. So we don't have to fight it. And neither do we have to expend so much energy trying to control it. 
There's so many places I want to go, but I want to acknowledge uh, Zen, who's joined us. Sorry for covering up your our faces for now. That's but right. uh, yeah, love how Frank presents the imposter syndrome as a kind of coping mechanism in the process of the drive and activity to heal. Yeah, at the bottom, I love the pandemic seems to have ignited a greater awareness of its need. Yeah, Zen. Do you know something? Thanks, thanks for sharing that. You know, the, the thing for me that comes up so, so powerfully in this time, this past two years of this pandemic, as awful as it's been on many, many levels, it's impacted different people in many different ways. But the absolute clarity for me, Frank, is we've realized we are so much more than the job title, so mm. much more than the amount of money in the bank, mm. so much more than any of the stuff that social media is telling us will define us if mm. we own it, buy it, <laughs> develop it, right? Like it's so much of it is just sitting latent waiting for us to express, but it almost seems too easy. <laughs> it's too, it's too simple to go inside and just let myself like trust the universe and to allow myself to unfold. Like it's almost like, you know, it's, it's gotta be a lot, lot harder than that. Frank. Yeah. But I think it's because we're conditioned from, 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 from actually when we're very young i think what people need to appreciate is the educational system we are evolved in was created for the industrialized kind of complex which which has to do with this idea that we need people who are trained to follow instructions in order to create an end outcome that is predictable mm -hmm. and and ultimately it doesn't serve us because we get validation then from the doing not from the being ironically we're called human beings not human doings so so he, he, here's here's that thing there so there is an element of where we we kind of just there's so much that we all hold within us but i think a lot of us I, I, there's a story in a book by, by uh, uh amy johnson called uh just what was the uh, the thoughts what is it oh i can't remember what the title is called now Helen will kill me where do you go through it in the book club but <laughs> <laughs> anyway but she tells a story of uh, two small goldfishes going around in, in, the, in, in their water and whatever, and the old, older one saying, oh, the water's very warm today. And they go along for a while, and they talk to you and say, what water is he talking about? So, so what I say there is that we are immersed in the thinking and in the mindset that has been preconditioned that a lot of people don't see the, or realize that actually we are swimming in the water of our own limited beliefs here. And ultimately, it's it's that idea that the pandemic does enough to disrupt what's going on for you to then begin to ask those questions and say, oh, wait a minute, I am swimming in some kind of water. What is this? What's in this water that I'm swimming in? And and that kind of is is the thing. And 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 that's one of the things about pain that none of us will ever ask for pain. But ultimately, pain has a job to do because it's pointing to something. And the question there is though, what is it that is pointed to and how do we respond to it? We can listen, we can ignore, we can numb. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. a bit that says point of pain. Pain points, don't miss the point and focus on the pain, get the point, get to the point, address it. That's the point of pain. Oh man, like my whole head's just going like, it's it, it's resonating with me so personally because I had this. This is why we're speaking now, right? Yeah, we had it planned, but where mm. the conversation goes, I've been sitting in no word of a lie the last seven days. I've got so many notes about mm. this exact point, which is: Do we have to 
to get out of the matrix or that water that you spoke about that, that, mm. that you know the water that we do not see mm. is pain the gateway to mm. is, is pain almost the release from mm. that conditioning does mm. it take pain for us to escape the stories yeah I, I think it's a tension grammar i think that's the point but 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 i think also if we look at it in in the physical body you have pain in your body because you're trying something is trying to tell you something that something's not right something needs adjusting mm -hmm. or it could be just telling you a lie <laughs> it depends <laughs> on how you want to take it right but, but but the point is we now have a whole industry of you know drugs and things to help you numb the pain so you can continue to live the way you've been living and mask the pain that's not a solution oh that's Oh, this, we, we need a follow-up conversation. As some, as some, no, but as somebody that actually works in the pharmaceutical industry, supplying solvents that make drugs, yeah. it's um, it's it, it rings true. It rings true in many ways because this. And I guess you're then looking at, you know, are there other ways? You know, you look at, yeah. you know, I, I'm not an expert. You know, you look mm. at part of the pain that I observe mm. is is actually the you spoke about in body, right? Mm. Do we feel in the body part of my challenge when i was bullied as a kid and held on to that trauma for over 20 years mm. is i suppress that with drink and drugs and other things right mm. because i didn't know how to feel i didn't know how to express i didn't know that it was okay to stay with that mm. feeling mm. So, so, so at the beginning it was just a feeling it mm. wasn't pain per se but mm. as i as i kept it stuffed down then it became more and more painful because i became full of pain from the inside yeah that's so wonderful I, I love the way you frame that I, I love the way you frame that and, and again that's a conversation myself and yourself have had where talking about this whole thing about suppression and and what what i've since discovered reading some books by gabba mate one was the body says no and the other is scattered mind and and one of the things that really began to help me see is that actually depending on how you grew up and whether at any point you've experienced any form of abandonment or your parents have not been able to give you the emotional support you needed that should have been there for you when you were developing, actually that then creates an underdeveloped part of your brain that's meant to give you that sense of agency and ability to process a lot of that. Now, but as we as adults begin to see that and we begin to notice that, then we have the opportunity to give ourselves that which we're missing and to acknowledge that which is not really happening for us, but within, to know that it's here, and really allow ourselves to feel. Because you're right, when you trap that in, it has nowhere to go. What it wants is the voice and the release. So compassionate inquiry that says, okay, I'm feeling this way, I acknowledge this is how I'm feeling. The feeling doesn't define me, but mm -hmm. I acknowledge it, and I give it a place to express itself because once it expresses itself it then has a way to express itself and go out and then it frees up space for you to really experience what's next for you honestly for those that are like frank's hit him like i'm just getting reactions in the back of my head like every time frank speaks and i want to explain what that is that's a connection that's me just going to resonate so deeply with me that my body's reacting to it okay and the other thing I want to add to this is, my God, what would it be like if we were able, Frank, to engage, hold space, a brave, loving, caring space for political leaders, business leaders around the world that are so in their head around the next quarter's results. We have to buy that next company and expand you know, market share. You know, all of these old narratives 
that mm. we have around what good looks like. I would just love, without judgment, just to just to explore what would a new world look like based on connection, understanding, empathy, collective intelligence. Like it's possible, right? It's possible. It, it is so possible, and 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 this is, and it's an interesting that you bring that up because there was another piece that I had which talks about ripple, and 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 it speaks a lot to what you're talking about because the the way we when we see problems in the world or things we think could be different in the world we often think it would be nice if something zapped everybody and just changed everybody's mindset overnight so that everybody now lives in the world where it's now the way we think it should be but in actual fact when you think about it when you look at it i'm looking for the uh, here we go just give me a second and i get it for you Right, Ripple. We are in one of the greatest fields of service, helping others live a fuller life. This is talking about coaching generally. Making the world a better place, one person at a time. Once the pebble drops, the ripple starts. No control over how far it goes. That's the way influence grows. Completely out of control. Start one now. So we are starting a ripple just by putting that word out in, in the universe, like you just said, what if? That, that, that theater that I went to watch yesterday, Hamilton, was a what if in the mind of Lynn, the guy who created it. What if I could tell the story of this wonderful person in modern ways? It took him six years for that to become a reality. Mm -hmm. He got an opportunity actually to present before Obama when they were doing a show about poetry. And he presented some of the pieces. Then he got other people to back him and so on and so forth. And now it's a reality playing around the world. And really my answer to your question is, the what if starts with who is God placed in your life that you can speak into, that you can influence with who you are and who you're becoming. Because if you're trying to share a message that you're not embodying, it has no energy to create the momentum. Mm, that's beautiful and is it this weaves so beautifully to what i shared at the beginning right the executive mm. retreat like yeah. it's the first one we're going to be doing but it's yeah. exactly for this space that you're speaking to yeah you know it's a co-creative space where we're looking not to tell people this is your agenda you'll speak yeah. to these 20 people you need to be here at this time yeah. it's actually about the space and how do we hold that for yeah. people to explore together but from different perspectives different sectors and i just don't think we value that enough in the old world, you know, mm. to slow down, to connect, to understand, because I, because I, and I'm wondering what your thoughts are around that. Would you add or challenge or build on that? Are we moving towards a space where we value that more? Do you think? I'm going. I'm going to focus on the word space, mm -hmm. right? Because, okay, so my work that I'm doing, uh, and especially the charity legacy part of it, is called Calm Self, and Calm Self is actually a clever acronym. It's conversation to ascend, living miserable by creating space to embrace life fully. Mm. And, 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 and the space is the space between mind and spirit. Because we have been taught and we have been trained that we are what our mind says we are. If you do not create space between you and mind, you get carried along with what the mind fabricates what the mind sees. Now, bear in mind, this is the same mind that doesn't know the difference between what you're seeing on the screen and what's real, right? 
because it will create reactions in you when you're watching something as if it's really happening right there and then, but it's not. Well, that kind of mind is creating all sorts of stories about what you need to be to be who you already are. It's creating all sorts of stories about where the dangers are. It's creating all sorts of ideas about your self-worth is based on your comparative worth to someone else. Or if you don't have space between all that drama, you have no way of sitting in the fullness of who you really are and really observing what's going on and then accepting of, okay, that's just the mind trying to protect itself because it thinks there's danger. But I, in the essence of who I really am, know there's no danger. Now, if we can pull these leaders you're talking about out of the stories that is causing them to ego up against each other, that is causing them to feel that the only way to build us all up is to protect what's yours, as if there's anything that's really ours, but to accept a more wider view that the universe is, we are all part of the universe and the universe is us. And therefore everything we do for someone else, we do for ourselves. And that is a way to build a world that is supporting all of us, not just some of us. Thanks for sharing that. And you know, the, the thing I wanna, I wanna hold space for again for a second is this, it's important what you shared and what we both shared at the beginning that we are both we both have a job mm. in in the world mm. and and we are showing up here today as that person mm. plus a whole lot more right mm. whereas what happens quite often is that we i used to mm. wrap my whole identity and worth up in that job mm. so i'm being paid by the job therefore i should be grateful humble subservient thank you mm. so much for the job thanks for the life mm. it gives me and it mm. just really brings us into such a narrow version of who, who and what we could be. Yeah. And when we realize, like, we're both modeling, I hope, that actually you mm. can do a job yeah. in the world mm. and be all of you in addition. That's where I see the expansiveness coming from, right? Yeah. It, it's really beautiful that you put it that way. Because And, and I'd like, in my book, I give a shout out to the people who I work with and, and especially the leaders in, in, in where I work because they allowed me to bring my whole self to work. Yeah. Uh, in actual fact, he's one of those leaders, Stuart Richards, who actually he'd shared on a book that he was reading. And I thought, I've got that book somewhere. And I started creating internal blogs about the book and within that sharing some of my poems and things like that. And that eventually, you know, grew to a point where I started sharing my poems in other places. And, and, and the book is ultimately part of that as well. So, yeah, there, there is an essence where you don't have to separate the two and you can say what part of me is not showing up at work that I can bring to work that would add value to the lives of the people that I'm working with and give space for that to express itself because that energy gets recycled. It comes out of you, goes out there and it comes back again and it just keeps building everything up as a whole. So cool. I want to do a little uh, share for your, your book again. Just because it's it just looks amazing. I've got my one. I've got my one on copy, by the way, um, on, on order. And I'm looking forward. I'd like you for you to, you know, we're coming up towards the last five minutes, uh, Frank. But I'd love for you to select another poem to share with us before we before we wrap up today. But here's the book again: Dream, Manifest Your Path to Joy, Peace, and Contentment. You can find it uh, on Amazon and all good bookstores. I'm sure some posh people say on TV. Uh, <laughs> you're really channeling this tv tv side of me are you speaking something into existence here gary <laughs> you've got some ambitions we're not yet aware of here <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you might know more than me but, uh, but 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 no genuinely i'm just i just really appreciate you your energy what you're bringing to the world and yeah. i just really hope that like you say all of the 
proceeds are going towards these five charities you mentioned. So I hope that people will follow you. I hope they'll connect with you. I'll drop your details across the bottom again. But yeah. look, we're getting into the last couple of minutes. Do you have a particular poem you'd like to to lead lead our viewers with? Yeah, I'd I'd like to do that. Um, and but I'd like to acknowledge you as well, Gary. I think what the work you're doing is awesome. And I've met with you when we're not recording, and you're exactly the same. So this is not some for, for the lot. show. This is the reality. And we had such a connection the first time we spoke. It's like we've known each other for ages. And I'm just so so proud of the work you're doing, really. Um, so I'm going to read this one. It's called World Changes. And this is really where the legacy element of the book is, is, is concerned. That one of the things I learned from my experience was that I used to think that I needed to become rich and successful for me to make a difference in the world. And when I had my reset, having nearly been bankrupt and coming back from that, I recognized that I've reframed that to say I can make a difference to the extent of where I am today proportional and relative to what's happening today. I don't have to wait to another day. There's always something I've got now that could be of value to someone else. This is called World Changes. I changed the world. In truth, I had no choice. An egg and a sperm contrived to seal my fate. How can it remain the same? I changed the world. In truth, does it really matter? For whatever course I take, be it for better or worse, how can it remain the same. I changed the world. In truth, I did try not to. My energy I could not contain, reaching, touching, transforming. How can it remain the same? I changed the world. In truth, I can choose, showing up fully, embracing all there is. How can it remain the same? I changed the world. In truth, we all do. We, the veil of flesh, no longer bearing, now at large in stories being told how it was forever changing. Beautiful, my friend. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Not much else to say to that, mate, really. That's <laughs> just beautiful. How, before we jump up, I'm really interested. How, how has the experience been for you as Frank of you know, building this book, this collection of poems, you know, how did that emerge for you as a process? Was it, had you always wanted to write a book or was this just something that was very emergent for you? It, it, it was emergent in the way that I'd been writing poetry for a while. And then I started talking to some of my coaching colleagues about writing a book. And then someone last year, January last year, challenged me and said, you've been talking about this book. When are you actually going to do it? Put a date to it. And then I, I put a word out in the universe, say, by September, I'll have something in the hand of a publisher. And it just snowballed from there until it became a reality. So it really is lived out what's in the book, how to take something from a thought, disappointment or whatever into a manifestation of something. And I've also learned as a result of it. And this speaks to the conversation we've had as well. It's taught me how to embrace something and not suppress it. Because I recognize that I always tried to be the calm person, the serious person, but it was based on a fear that, well, what if it goes wrong or it doesn't, whatever, then it's going to go flat. So it's best not to be, get excited about anything. And really through this book, I've learned to come through and become excited about it and, and be unashamedly excited about it. And that's been a wonderful journey in itself. Beautiful. And I just love how you speak about the book being like, it's literally an embodiment of the work. 
which you, that, that can't be any more satisfying than to know yeah. that this 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 thing that's out in the world yeah. represents everything that you speak about in the book. That's quite amazing. Indeed. And, and, and the other thing I'd like to say as well is that the, the book is a living book because it's poems and reflective questions. And mm -hmm. so therefore people, everybody's copy is different because what reflections they come through, what they see is going to be different. And every year it could be a different. So you could literally buy the book every year and have a different journey through it every year. That's the beauty of it. And I'm also doing monthly uh, live events where people will get to experience and share their experiences and stuff like that. So there's a lot of exciting stuff around it. Oh, wonderful. Well, look, I'm going to let you go, my friend. And thank you so much, Angela. Thanks for popping along. Angela is the one who told me, put a date on it. Yes, Angela. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for challenging Frank, because thank goodness. Thank you for challenging Frank. And, you know, and again, you can challenge from a place of love and care, right? Exactly. It doesn't have to be a it's, not a, it's not a challenge that yeah, if you yeah. don't do this, you're not good enough. It's a challenge yeah. of go on, you, you, you're you good, do it. Yeah. I know it's going to be amazing, right? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> I want to give you the last word. Um, you mentioned about these um, monthly gatherings. How often are they happening? Is it, do you say yeah, they're happening once every month. If people connect with me on, on LinkedIn, then that's fine. They'll get to find out about my work and what I'm doing. Um, yeah, and, and they could go to www thecalmself.com forward slash dream hyphen release and they can also um yeah get get to find out if they connect with me there they get a sample of the book and they'll get all the information about what i do amazing well frank thank you my friend i love you my friend honestly you're just i love you too and, I, and i'm loving your, your inner poet that's come out there i've seen some of your stuff there's beautiful Oh, mate, there's, there's a little baby poet in there somewhere. There's a little baby, there's, there's a little baby poet. There's a poet in all of us. <laughs> Joking apart, actually, like this platform, of course, is about lifting other people up. You know that. Yeah. That's why I do it. But yeah. I will just do a little reminder. Um, yeah, as Frank's mentioning, I do actually, I've written some of my own poetry. God knows why, where it came from. But very interesting. Uh, you can find it at hexochangenow.com. Under the blog post, you'll find a number of different... Um, poems, blogs, other things, just in case they're helpful for you as well. But Frank, thank you, my friend. Honestly, I appreciate you. And let's definitely do that in life, real life thing soon. Yeah, that would be great. Let's <laughs> keep in contact. Thanks, everyone, for yeah. joining us. Yeah, Really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Emma, as well. Thanks for coming along. She's the um, artist on, in the back of the book, actually. Emma. There you go. Look at yeah. this. <laughs> Attraction, my friend. Attraction. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Thanks for All joining right, us. Bye. All the best. Thank you so much for joining us in that recent exploration. We hope you gained some value and we'd love to learn from you what you took away, what maybe challenged you, what new ideas that you have. Please do share this on your social media platforms if you feel moved. And you can find out more about HexoChange at hexochangenow.com where you can subscribe for the weekly or bi-weekly updates where I'll update you with regard to in-person events, blogs, blogs, service offerings, and other thoughts and ideas that come to mind. Hope to see you around.